podcast exploring faith and fear, what scares us and what saves us. This is The Fear of God. Hello and welcome back to a brand new year, a brand new era here at your favorite podcast at the intersection of faith and fear, where every week we discuss what scares us in order to find what saves us. This is the Fear of God podcast. Speaking to you right now is one of your hosts, Nathan Rouse. And typically with me is fellow co-host Reed Lackey. And guys, Reed was here a minute ago, but he said he had a headache after bumping his head and needed to lay down. Told him to take some aspirin, prop his feet up. I'm sure, I'm sure he's fine. Nothing to worry about there. In the meantime, allow me to welcome you, foggers, back into the fog. Last year, we examined what scares us to find what saves us with some frou-frou non-horror stuff, but it is 2022, and we are ready to swim around in the gore and the viscera all over As a reminder, here at The Fear of God, we explore. We don't explain. Those of you who didn't love that David Gushy podcast, I hope you did. But if you didn't, we explore. We don't explain. Except for right now, when I explain that you can find every fog and fear of God thing imaginable at thefearofgodpodcast.com. Essays, team bios, links to Patreon. What? episode archives merch read hey buddy how, how you doing you okay yes feeling all right you know what i should have done is i should have like come <laughs> come sparked all backwards and just like you yeah. know like have, yeah. have to talk about yeah. it in my head but i couldn't oh, the I'm moment figure out. yeah i'm definitely going to post that photo i sent you last <laughs> night the, I, actually i think <laughs> so i did back, back in september i but think you did i will do I think it more deliberately when i oh man suckered my then four-year-old into taking a picture <laughs> with me. I, one of my favorite part about the picture and listeners will see it soon if they have it my favorite part about it is how you got her to hold her hands up like <laughs> like her hands are like sort of resting out in front of her yeah like she's just yeah. like you know oh it's mm-hmm. it's too adorable to be malignant and, and yet, yet and yet, before we hey, get man. to malignant, though, Reed. Oh, no. <laughs> we got some. We got some business to tend to. Oh, we so, do definitely have business. So remarkably, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you do, number two? Well, that's my business. Um, <laughs> uh, am- amazingly, Reed. Uh-huh. Effectively, this week there are three Fear of God episodes coming out. Now, whoa, you know they're a little Overkill. different. <laughs> 
Listeners are like, dead gum. I thought I missed these guys. <laughs> wow. Um, Saturation. We did that. Yeah. <laughs> Back off, boys. Uh, yesterday, we released the 2020-2022 precap mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just blew the doors off Kaboom. and alerted folks to the series we're starting today, mm-hmm. which is called 2021 more time (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah you need to listen to the the precap not the recap the precap uh because there's a lot of important nuggets dropped in there the top 10 uh the the whole the whole smorgasbord of stuff we're about to cover in this series Mm -hmm. uh the fact that they need to watch midnight mass and read that they need to become a patron uh, yeah, that's they can right. Do that now. That's right. They can if they so desire and if they are able. Boy, it is there for you, and we're gonna make it worth your while. We're gonna we're gonna give you lots of. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very that was about as slick read as I've ever heard. We're gonna make it worth your while. <laughs> yeah, see. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, indeed, we are going to have lots of fun bonus content. You can check out patreon.com slash the fear of God podcast and look and see uh, what the, the little tiers make available to you. And uh, yeah, it's lots of fun. We're not going anywhere. The, the show is not suddenly going to become, you know, pervasively obnoxious, at least not more than it already was. Uh, and okay. and you know, <laughs> we're, you know, we're still going to be seen. <laughs> we're still going to be delivering weekly content but just a little bit more for our patrons yeah yeah yeah. it's Mm -hmm. it's same all same all us but a little extra us little 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 dollop (laughs) dollop dollop. (laughs) a little more than a dollop um yes and if they join they get to submit to the menagerie of the macabre that we're that we're Ooh, hosting this year. I like the, that. the cornucopia of creepy, the the bevy of the bloody Ooh. read. You oh, like that? Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> it works. keeps going. <laughs> menagerie, the macabre menagerie. Just, just workshopping some stuff. The creepy cornucopia. The, yes, yeah. the bevy. Well, you got to do the cornucopia of creepy. It's like the yes. thing of the thing. Yeah. It's yes. Gonna, yes. It's a syllabic yeah. sort of rhythm thing. <laughs> yes. You know? Okay. Syllabic. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Um, so, nonetheless, uh, uh, listen to the precap from yesterday. There's a lot to download from that. Uh, watch Midnight Mass um, mm-hmm. and become a patron. Now, let's get into this movie, but real quick. All right. Okay. So okay. I just want to I want to throw some props at my boy Jackson Harper. Jackson okay. and I got to meet IRL, Riri. I know. I'm like, pretty jealous like of that. Yes. For real life, as Bingo yes. and Bluey would say. <laughs> and Jackson provided the the brand new first time ever heard. I think this first time we've ever used it on the show. Uh, okay. The stump read theme bit that just yeah. got deployed for the very first time in the patron only segment. Listen, if you're not a patron, I just stumped the hell out of read. Oh, well, I did yeah, it. You did. You I did. did it. And you should go listen. And you'll be like, Dang, hey, listen, those are some, I got those are some mean. No, I'm backing you up. The <laughs> listeners are going to be like, those were some mean questions, Nathan. <laughs> but what's amazing is when we when you and I were workshop in this idea you were like come on it's got to be a movie i've already seen like like, like right, it does in this right, case you had seen right. it before but it didn't matter it didn't matter <laughs> <laughs> no it didn't matter it didn't matter which proves my point oh, it's just about the fun patron I mean, if it, you're not a patron yet go yes join for five bucks just to listen to that stump read <laughs> it was a lot of fun and for the midnight mass episode uh, one, episode one yeah but listen breakdown. i i am yeah. happy with my out of five questions i got two right i'm happy with that ratio so we'll see if my ratio can improve as things uh progress so but yes anyway <laughs> you're gonna like so stump read can't be deployed every every patron bit because no, Reed's gonna be like nathan no, no, no. I, I want to enjoy the movies okay you're making me mad at this point <laughs> <laughs> it's true all right so speaking of movies here we so, are yeah so can i can i kick us off uh you can with a, little, a little story time crack some skulls so um oh boy so uh this this year I was ready for Halloween. I mean, truth be told, I was in 2020 as well. And I'm always ready for it, but some years are just hard enough that you're like, I am ready for Halloween. And I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I it's always a very fun time for me. Usually the first or second week of September, I always decorate the apartment for Halloween. We put up these orange glow pumpkin lights. Listeners may have seen, uh, I've shared pictures to the fog community before. 
Um, but I deck it all out in lots of little, uh, we go for more whimsical rather than frightening, but like, you know, gnarled trees and ravens and skeletons and, you know, little fun little things like that. And an orange glow to pretty much the whole room. So what I did intentionally, because I was like, ooh, Malignant is coming out. It was like the second week of September. I think it was like September 9th or 10th or something. And so I was like, I'm going to hold back and I'm going to decorate on the weekend that Malignant comes out and Malignant will be my first, it'll, it'll kick off my Halloween season. So what I don't know, even still sitting here, is I don't know if it was the combination of all of that energy, if it was my actual affectionate response towards the movie, or if it was, you know, some, some other thing entirely. But I queued this up and it was the first movie of my Halloween 2021 season. And the, Orange pumpkin lights were there. I had my chips and salsa, my Mountain Dew. Everything was there, <laughs> primed and ready for me to enjoy. No like, hint of chips? Uh, <laughs> hint of <laughs> chip. Oh, that's so great. But man, I loved this movie. I had so much fun. I had an absolute blast watching this. We'll get into a lot of the specifics about the movie, why, but like I, and and the energy just continued to propel. Nothing else could touch it. For the entire Halloween season, nothing else could touch my fondness and affection for the experience that I had watching this movie. It was almost as good, uh, maybe in some ways even surpassed what I would have uh, experienced if I had gotten the chance to see it in a theater or if I had made the choice to because it was in uh, a theater release. But I watched it uh, at home under the orange lights, and it was so exciting, and I just I, I loved it. I loved it. Well, I did not have that version of experience, but I had <laughs> – an experience. Oh, let me tell I would you. Love to hear it. I let me tell to hear you it. about Malignathan's experience up in here, <laughs> which is we've referenced this on. Did we reference? It? I don't know that we referenced this on the show, but we've definitely referenced it in our. I think we our did. Buddy, I think our we buddy told thread, this story. I think we which told is this. what did you and I see in the theater together? Because we saw the trailer together of this. Yes, and I forget right. what the movie was, but we saw the trailer for it, and it, it was, was just probably a pretty forgettable movie. It was old. That's it was old. It was. We saw old. We saw old, and it had a trailer for Malignant. That's exactly <laughs> that. Right. Yes, is perfect. I love yep. when a joke makes itself. Oh, um, man. So yeah, you and I went to see old together, and we saw the Malignant trailer ahead of time. And you you ridicule me even still for my response to the trailer, but the trailer was pretty there's a world where you could say it's mis- pretty misleading given where the movie f- goes, which is oh. totally fair. But I remember that watching the trailer one. and being like, eh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, it, it's just some just run of the mill, supernatural <laughs> apparition kind of gobbledygook. Okay. James. Wow. wow. Um, so the trailer did not entice me whatsoever, but you know, lackey, the all knowing was like, well, Nathan, <laughs> This is James Wan. We're talking about the one and only. I think I sounded like that too. Oh, James Wan Kenobi. Um, so <laughs> James Wan Kenobi. So I was like, okay, okay, whatever, baby. Um, <laughs> but I watched it. You know, I watched mm-hmm. it the weekend. Sure. But I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old. Speaking of old, <laughs> and like you know, on the one hand, my wife. Uh, and I commented on this just the other day, how like I I love the experience of being in a movie theater. Yeah. Even separate the fraught nature of being in a movie theater in a pandemic. Like even take that out of the mix, like just the work required to get there these days between, sure, you know, sure. carving out of home life and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so it's just a lot. And I even commented, I was like, I kind of I kind of miss going to the movies, but I kind of like just don't. <laughs> like scream five is out right now. I, I really yeah, want to yeah. just go see it. Not even, you know, yeah, like, sure. Just, I just want to go sit and watch that movie, but I'm, but I'm not, I don't know when mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah. Of so, course. Yeah. Likewise. So malignant hits HBO max back in September. I queue it up cause it's Halloween and I'm on, the, I'm a host on the fear of God. And it's what you do. And, <laughs> and I, f- <laughs> I fell asleep. I'm sure. And like, like you, there's a world where you can make a case. I had a Madison moment where I was like suddenly mm. out of body. Like I'm in a fugue state, but imagine me. So I'm large and I'm just <laughs> passed out on the couch. I'm trying to stay awake, but it's not working. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay awake. Like, damn, this is boring. And wow. 
for the for the first hour 15 or so okay okay james <laughs> like, this is, i love that you shared your experience first because mine is so yes. dramatically different until it's not yes and like imagine the leo hollywood meme of him pointing at the screen oh it's not, of course but it's it's like more and cartoonishly bigger because <laughs> it was like it was like i didn't know what had happened to the world around me it was like <laughs> Going from conked out sure. to sleep because I just c- could not keep my eyes open. And then when that girl rips her back of her head off. In oh, the, my gosh. In the yes. police, like read the prison carnage. I didn't do this uh-huh. in physicality because I'm old and lazy. But in my spirit, I stood bolt upright, like stood up, <laughs> like just stood out of the office, like woke up. Right. alert sure. Sure. aware yeah. stood yeah. straight up stock still mouth oh agape, being like mm-hmm. what <laughs> and then it just keeps going oh and you're my like, god oh my god what it's so, so great that was oh, my experience so watching great. malignant it was nothing and then it was holy <laughs> what is happening like <laughs> that is all of it. That's malignant for me. Oh, so yeah, my God. that was that was the experience yes. of watching malignant. And that was the thing, man. Is like you. I mean, you cite you cite it sort of uh, your struggles to maintain interest and <laughs> engagement for the first hour. Or so I was enjoying that part of it. You know, like I'm sure I, you were. Yeah. I I was liking it, and I was like, okay, sure. You know, I'm curious to see how this comes out. It's probably some like mirror image, shadow image thing. But the moment for me where things were like, oh wait. What was when <laughs> was when she says like it's just, the, it's the doctor she's it's the doctor she's sitting there like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna wake him up now and she walks around the back and I was oh like, yeah what yeah, are, yeah what are yes. they doing yes. and like and then when it walks around and it actually shows you Gabriel like the first time I'm sitting here I'm, like, I'm probably like yes if you can yes. get the visual the chip has probably got salsa on it. <laughs> And I'm like holding it up and I'm like, I can't move. I'm like, what is this? It just, what, I just picture this salsa of drop just plopping right, yes. down it, into your lap, but you just, don't care. Like, and I'm just sitting there. What? And then of course the energy picks up in the film at that point And like, just sure. to your point yeah. continues to propel and it propels right up to the, right up to the prison scene. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Oh my God. And I mean like my, cause remember I was enjoying myself already when all of that happens. I mean, I got nobody else in the room to turn around and tell of just like, Oh my God, you seeing this? Oh my God. You seeing yes, this? this? And is you're right. I, I forgot wow. for the moment about the, the video footage that Sydney and the mom watch, but it's, it's yes. pretty concurrent. Like they, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, see that yeah. scene and then it cuts to, it's like you two, know, three but, minutes. But you later. are right. Yes. When you yes. see the physical Gabriel attached to uh shout out Grace McKenna, young Theo from haunting of Hill house. <laughs> that, oh yes, my gosh. That is probably when I stood bolt upright. And then I was just like freaking out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that is, awesome. That is a hellish sight. My God, oh, but it is so great. It's so great. And actually, you know what? Uh, hmm. maybe, maybe that is a, a wonderful moment. You want to, you you want listen we haven't done it for like four or five months it's so great i mean we did it ain't right we ain't done it so long it ain't right god all right andrew will you please reintroduce the listeners to that ain't right Sure as hell ain't right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This, All right. Well, and in your defense, like, mm-hmm. I, I fell asleep because I was like, ah, I know what this is. And then right. it's just like, yeah. this ain't right. Oh, my God. That ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> that ain't this right. ain't right. That ain't right. None this of that's ain't right. right. None of this is right. <laughs> ain't none oh, of this is right. Man. Oh, my mm, gosh. Do you know, you and first. I think I mentioned mm. this. What? I know we're about to do that ain't right, but I just got to do it. I I just got to do a shout out to our horror Enneagrammarian here. She called that somehow. I don't know how she did. She is a wonderkind of whatever predictability, but (laughs) she's not here to defend herself. (laughs) (laughs) But no, Asia sports and trooper freaking called like Gabriel, Mm, you know, as, as you know, Lord Voldemorting his way through the back of, you know, the skull. Mm, Yeah. Professor Quirrell. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. That's That's how she knew it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. All right. She's a big Potterhead. 
Um, okay, so so if I'm going to go first, I mean, look, can you and I both just collectively agree that that whole freaking prison scene just, it is simultaneously the best thing I've seen in a horror movie in years, and it's so not right. Like, she, it's revealed that Gabriel is this, like, you know, so for listeners who have not seen this movie at all, and they're like, oh, I'm waiting for the moment where they tell us what it's about. You know, it's like, okay, she's she's witnessing it was the top horror movie voted on by our listeners that is true that is true they know about it so listen the the moment that they start unveiling that it's like okay gabriel is an extreme form of a teratoma and it's like you know bone and skin tissue and teeth and all this other sort of stuff twin and they have you know excised him because it's time to cut out the cancer and they have like you know it's right there in the name it's malignant and so like they then you know (laughs) push what is Stop. left oh down into her skull. And so then, oh like, the, it's the moment, like, I got such chills mm. when Annabelle Wallace is, that. that's the actor who plays uh, Madison, when she is, you know, sitting there. And, and th- these punks in the prison, they are just beating up on this poor girl. You ain't fat. They had it. Listen, you ain't fat. You ain't had, nothing. They had it coming so bad. Wow. They had it coming. Reed. And, but I'm serious. Like this is one of those moments. I get energized by this, and I think I've shared this on the show before. I get energized by the moments when, like, yeah, there's a big, nasty, scary monster that you are that you don't want to win. But then there's a real world punk or a real world threat that's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, this is awful like and this Dudley is terrible. Nursley. And th- yes, and you're just like, I kind of like, <laughs> I really want them to get their comeuppance and then sure enough here comes the monster Dude, they, like, oh, the uppance done yeah <laughs> you, didn't even, you just abandoned ship you, you need sentence. to abandon that ship you gotta jump quick when oh, you realize man. the error of and, your ways and, oh my god my last comment on that prison scene that whole prison mm-hmm. scene is executed without the benefit of computer generated graphics except for the affectations on the back of her head of actual Gabriel's face the body movements which is one of the most unsettling parts mm-hmm. of that whole thing the backwards body movements were done by a contortionist uh her name uh i wrote it down maria oh sorry marina mazepa if i'm saying that right now <laughs> Probably not. You, you have Marina got Mazepa. to learn to to just look it up beforehand just, and yeah, don't yeah, just yeah. Yes. or don't and, bother. Just uh, don't a bother. lovely woman. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Uh, contortionist and uh, and and that's what makes that scene so invigorating and arresting is that she does so much of that. Are you sure Gabriel isn't practical? I don't know that, but I, th- I think there's a no, chance. Uh, no, I mean I don't know of any apparatus that you could put on the back of. I mean maybe, but it. The the actual facial affectation of Gabriel looked too shiny <laughs> Stop to be about practical. Yeah. Um, I know the bo- I know all the body stuff was practical, but I do not right. think that that Gabriel's face was practical. But I, I mean, I could be wrong. I, I think there's James one, but James one's crazy. We'll, so. we'll send that one to the judges. Okay. Um, all right. So yes, the but it ain't the right. Entire yeah. oh my prison God. carnage scene like that. Yes. That established. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I wasn't ready for it, but that usurps. That ain't right. That's above. It's on its own level. That ain't right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's like cussing. You throw a cuss word in the. That ain't right there. Right. Um. Uh I mean, it's just what? What? (laughs) Like, there's a world, and and I'm I'm a little more in this camp than you would be, and that's okay. But there's a world we could almost say the movie is just a an exercise to get to that. Like, yeah, like, sure. And I don't sure. mean as in, um, as a viewer, I mean, the making of this film was like, sure. hey, mm-hmm. we're going to go just friggin' insane. One <laughs> of the most nuts sequences you've ever seen in Lord of mercy. a film or horror film. Uh, so yes. let's, how do we build a movie around that? <laughs> oh um, my gosh. So yes, distinctly that is, uh, topmost. That ain't right. Um, I mean, but don't get me wrong. The movie starts. I mean, the opening credit scene is what you don't know is the mm, vivisection mm, of mm. Gabriel from. Yeah. Oh God. Like I, I, blah, I can't blah. stop talking about it. Let's stop. Sit, I, can't, sit, I can't do it anymore. Let's, oh let's just God. end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just sitting there like. Oh, no. 
well, no, no, no. You don't see it there in the opening no, credits. No, no, no. But no. yes, you're correct it's, there. It's, like ooh, just, the viscera like a, and the just like the crustaceous something or other, like a prawn. Man, it's so great. God, so, that's disgusting. <laughs> prawn. Um, do not put me off of shrimp, please. Oh my god, shrimp's one of my late. favorite things to eat. Too just, late. Now I'm gonna just be my sitting wife here is like, always oh, like my wife, who's a vegetarian and has been for like I don't know five years at this point. She's like, oh, that's mm. the roaches of the sea. Like what? Did you yeah. Like, uh, but no, I'm not happy when she says that and said, no, well, of course I've, not. No, I've cut not. back on my shrimp intake and now you will. Um, <laughs> uh, I think like, cause see, here's the thing. Nothing comes close to that. Like, no, I mean, I'm it looking is, at no. a little list here. It's like, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Know, but that's Even that one. scene, James Wan's like, uh-uh. <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing going to top this. <laughs> um, I will Your say, move, if, we're setting, if, we're, <laughs> if we're setting that one aside, yeah, yeah. Just as, <laughs> This is James Wan's middle finger to all other horror <laughs> filmmakers. Like, eh, you got nothing. <laughs> you know what I got? I got Gabriel. No. Oh, um, that's so funny. But the murder of the bald doctor, whose name I just didn't care yes. to write down. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty yes. creepy scene with Madison that made my on the list. bed, and mm-hmm. Gabriel crawls over her. Well, yeah, but the whole—that's the whole buildup. You know, like she's laying in bed because at that point the film has not revealed that she's seen these visions. You know, because she's physically there. If your name's not Asia Schwarzenegger, right? But literally, you know, so Gabriel's like crawling over her and then yeah that's the first time in that you know the sequence of gabriel's murders that you can tell there's something a bit backwards about it there's like you know like the knees are bent in the wrong way the the arm is twisting forward but it is backwards as it's doing so and yeah that's a pretty unnerving death scene not to mention the fact that just like where gabriel stabs that doctor is just like i mean just demolishes the upper from the torso <laughs> up like it's that disgusting it's just gone oh man uh, that no part face. was great no that part was great um, um yeah, so yeah I mean, that's that made my list so i'm gonna i'm gonna cite like obviously everything pales in comparison to the prison carnage scene but one moment that even in this route even in this viewing got me again it got me when i first watched it and it got me again um <laughs> is is when Madison is just, she's just trying to put some clothes in the dryer, okay? It's something I do all the time. She's just trying to put some clothes into the dryer, and all of a sudden, like, Dr. Weaver's face is right there in the, you know, the the clear, see-through part Mm -hmm. of the dryer, just yelling at her, and then everything that ensues uh, leading up to Dr. Weaver's. It's a dryer door. Yeah. She just like my man said the clear see through part. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, yes, the, the dryer door. But you know, um, my dryer door at home is not see through, so that's, that's why fine, I was. But you still have a door anyway. Oh, it doesn't I do matter. still have a door. Wow, of the things yes, to focus that on. That part's that pretty moment. freaky. Yeah. Yes. No, so doctor doctor Weaver's death. Uh, that also just just ain't right. But then yeah. that chair flying across that room. I'm like, damn, <laughs> that homegirl got an arm. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Yes. Yes, mm. all of it, all of it. I'm just like, and we didn't Take even talk out, about Andrew. The, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about the precinct thing. It's like, oh my god. Well, yeah. Crazy. Well, I, I, yes. I, I conjoin the precinct and the prison. You know, <laughs> like, like Madison yeah. and Gabriel. Like you Gabriel just Madison. <laughs> so too is the prison and the precinct. Wow. they are. Wow, they are parasitic of each other. Wow. All right, Andrew. <laughs> Sure as hell ain't right. <laughs> ain't right. That ain't right. It ain't right. Hey, I got hey. a question for you. Oh, do you? One, you know, it's just a really funny observation is because you've seen this twice now, mm-hmm. and this is not a stump read, but you know, at the very end, how it, how the the camera lingers on the wide shot of the hospital room, and there's yes, Sydney yes. and Madison to the left, Mama tour guide over on the right in bed, and then the lamp in the front. Well, I'm going to come back to that lamp in a second with a question, but. <laughs> this time around i was like that poor mama like she's just <laughs> she just had to watch all this whack-ass Unfold. carnage take place in her hospital room Indeed. and sydney and madison are over at the side just like cuddling and all affectionate oh, and like i didn't need a blood relative i just needed you and it's mama's over there she's just ending. chilling she's like 
It would have been great if she'd been pushing her nurse button just like, oh over my and over. God. Like, Will somebody it, come you know, help like, me? <laughs> Morphine, please. Can oh, you tell? I, I had a it. ton of coffee before recording this. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, my yeah, gosh. That really struck me as humorous. But speaking of humorous, I got a question for you, Reed. Mm, mm-hmm. It could be humorous. Could be not. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll find something poignant okay, here. Okay. So James Wan. I mean, just king dingling yes. of horror these days. And <clears throat> he's got the Conjuring franchise. He's got the Saw franchise or something mm-hmm. at some point. He's uh-huh. got Aquaman. Aquaman done drowned in the tub. That ain't right. Um, <laughs> Aquaman's got a sequel. You know, he did yeah, yeah, yeah. some iterations, some installments of Fast and Fear. I don't know. I can't keep up. Maybe that's our B-side this year, patrons. Uh-huh. Um, so the, my point is, the man's <laughs> like, his name is like just... Studios are like, uh huh. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you we'll want me, that. you want, you want me over because they're going to print some money. <laughs> oh boy, and they're going to make some franchises. So my question to you, <laughs> man, said, want me over? You know, <laughs> you know, they are trying to break whatever the franchise of Malignant's going to be. So <laughs> I thought it'd be fun for oh us to get ahead of the game here oh and God. help out. Who's the studio that did this? I don't know. I didn't write that down. Help us well, get it's Warner Brothers because it's HBO Max. That's true. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Props to corporate synergy. Um, <laughs> what is the friend? What does the malignant franchise look like? So there's there's oh, kind boy. of oh, there's boy. kind of a couple of options here. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you could. <laughs> no, keep going. Just keep. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine. So you oh, know. God. You kind of can only one more time do Madison and Gabriel, at least before you're starting to lampoon yourself. Like you might get another outing of that, right? Okay. Like what okay. does she, she's just like, she's, she's emptying the dishwasher and she slips on the water on the floor and bonks her head on the kid. No. Oh no. Guess who's back? It's Gabriel. You know? She puts on a hat aggressively and it's just over. Wow. Wow. So, so, so I don't know. Maybe you can go the, the horror approach again, but okay. is it also potentially a comedy oh, where oh no. Gabriel and Madison resolve their differences and they just go about the world like, like just live out loud, Gabe, you know? And it's Gabriel, it's a picture like, you know, the image of EC with the wig and the hat. No, it's like that. No, but no. It's, no <laughs> and, and i don't know i don't know there's some places you could go with the malignant version as a comedy which is just yeah gabriel trying to make it in the world my better half and you dress him up hmm? my- <laughs> <laughs> malignant too my better half my better half uh- <laughs> oh god Oh, mm, I mean, you could get, you could get some mileage out of that. Madison's you know? trying to date again, and she's like, "I yeah. gotta tell you something." And so is Listen. Gabriel. <laughs> There's dating at the same table. <laughs> Madison's facing on a, one. It's night. on a revolving stool, you know. Just <laughs> Me, meanwhile, Gabriel's looking at another one who's like, "What in the world did I go to?" I am oh, not a pawn. This, you. You do not match your profile picture, Gabriel. <laughs> you do not. No, you gotta. Well, no, you gotta. <clears throat> this one ugly mofo. You gotta. You gotta do something. <laughs> you know. You gotta pretty him up somehow. <laughs> he puts a flower. He puts a flower in his hair. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It does it. It does it. Perfect. Mm. Uh, he tries just, to yes. smile with him three Done teeth. Oh. It. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Gabe. Down. Yeah. Now oh. I really feel bad for the fella. But yeah. Anyway, so I think. <laughs> wow. You know, it what what do you think i mean is there is it horror? I mean, what's next on horror like is there other madison and gabe type folk out there how do you how do you replicate the malignant <laughs> i don't know no i don't know i think the Come only on. way you'd you're a screenwriter well, what happened to you <laughs> i know but like some things need to just stay in isolation you know like mm. I, I just like i don't know i mean <laughs> I've had that. oh no kidding no i <sighs> honestly you've sold me on your i can't see it any other way than just like you've sold me on your romantic comedy idea and and that's just that's just where malignant goes from here you know it's just like you know but but i mean you could also just sort of pivot it out and be like the converse is like oh well we saw malignant now we're gonna go for benign you know like so benign Mm. is gonna be the new no that's yes that's the yes that's the comedy version 
Yes. But yes, benign, just like oh, and then that's all it is. It's just you know the Farrelly brothers sort of Wouldn't come. It be nice if we could make up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's riding a bicycle, and it's like <laughs> he's riding a bicycle, but it's all like specialty made because he's got to go backwards. It's a small one, and it's just but 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 the camera pulls out, and Madison's walking the opposite direction. It's just this bike, you know, this just stationary bike just, with a scene around it. It's a stationary it's a bike. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to put you here, and then I'm going to go do my own thing. You just think you're hiking, you're biking through through the Swiss Alps or something. Wouldn't it be nice? Oh my god! Oh my word! Yes. Or Sydney finds out she's adopt you know i don't know no, there's places you can go sure i love in this movie <laughs> there's a world where this movie is like not good at all right like like <laughs> and what i mean by that is i don't want to live in a world like that the, what no no i don't mean the sequel the sequel is going to be amazing i mean the original <laughs> where <laughs> like like this i don't know there's a weird vibe to the world these characters live in and okay and and even from a scripting standpoint at one point madison's like I just really wanted a blood connection. And Sydney's like, huh? And she's like, <laughs> I'm adopted. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird bit of exposition for me. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that was All my right. question is, and you, well, yes, I stumped you again. It seems. Well, look, I mean, like <laughs> talk about a question, you know, like I have my, I, I have no, uh, some circles are just complete. Some circles do not need more interlocking circles to, to I agree. But so, in the world of, do we, do we worship at the altar of Alan Moore forever? Or do we let, yeah. you know, Warner brothers do what they're going to do and make further I, watchmen. Someone's going to make malignant. Benign. Sure. And I, I have been proven wrong before on this pod. When we covered a quiet place, I said, I did not want to see the quiet place sequel. I am so glad we have a quiet place sequel. See? I loved it, and so yeah, you. I mean, never, never, no. never say never. So no, mm. whatever you do. So uh, that's yeah, what, that's all, that's all I got. <laughs> was that your literal <laughs> only question? It was just like, where does Malignant go from um, here? That's yeah. okay if it was, that's, and you know. Yeah, so, yeah. oh man, <clears throat> we're gonna have to uh, bring out the band you know and love, Clunky Segway. Um, for <laughs> for my question, I love yours more. Um, no, I mean, my question is a bit more and maybe, you know, maybe this is appropriate for this moment in the conversation, but like my question was a bit more, uh, uh, you know, trying to be self-reflective on a movie that I cannot express enough was just a whole lot of zany fun. I just had so much, you know, bonkers bananas fun with Malignant, but it did have me thinking, I mean, in the, in the reality, what has happened is the character of Emily May has had this experience and this whole other persona that has literally been subverted and 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 pushed down and and then a certain degree of pretty upsetting in the moment uh, trauma awakens it back up. So I'm going to lead with my question and I'll try to sort of <clears throat> unpack it. This is not. Silly, just so, so we're all aware. I'm trying to. Trying to. No, no, no. I know. To, trying to. That's bring as much for listeners who are in that other. <laughs> no, that's as much for listeners who are on that other <laughs> yeah. energy as, as it is it's for like us. Record. Yeah. All right. right. Here we are. Did he really? Oh, okay. So this is this oh. part. Um, but you know, like it got me thinking. You know, like what is my Gabriel? And it got me thinking about like what's the thing that I try to deny either about myself or about you know what has taken place uh what's the what's the rage what's the compul the consumptive impulse uh you know what have i buried that i'm really just one decent trauma away from it emerging and then suddenly i don't recognize myself anymore and i'm sort of caught in a wave of watching my own reactions to different things and i'll try out you know that's that's the question that i that when I set aside, which is rare for this movie, but when I set aside the zany, wacky fun that I have with it, which is, again, can't emphasize it enough, my primary experience of the movie. But when I set that aside, I, I do start to try to think about those times where I'm just like, okay, well, what what is lingering with me? And what should I be mindful of making sure uh, that 
you know, if I am not careful, I'm really just, you know, it's not about pressing on the bruise. It's about like just I'm really only a couple of bad sort of emergences from that thing rearing its ugly head. And I think one of the things for me that I that I that I don't like to admit about myself is is I have gone through waves where I'm just I'm much angrier than I would like to admit I am. And that doesn't mean that like right now sitting here in this moment I'm I'm an angry young man, but um I think for me, for myself You're not very young. <laughs> here comes the <Gabriel>. Ross. <laughs> There it is. That's, that's the one. That's the one. It. That's the one. <laughs> Thank God for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, you know, I, I I think about it sometimes where I'm just kind of like, that's the thing that I'd like to deny about myself or I'd like to forget or, or pretend um, because I don't like to think of myself as, you know, as an angry person. But there's a lot that, that makes me very angry. You know, I'm angry at um, people's pervasive indifference to the care for others around them. I'm angry at, um, and I don't even mean the choices that they make that are thoughtful and measured and may have difference of opinions. I'm just mean like, you don't care how you're affecting the other person around you. Um, and, and I'm sometimes angry, uh, quite angry at willful embraced ignorance. I don't know that thing and I don't care to know that thing. Uh, and, and sometimes I'm angry at that in myself, as it were, uh, I'm angry at my, in some areas, lack of discipline. Uh, there's just a lot of things that I'm just don't want to admit to myself that I'm just, just angry about. And, um, and I think that's something that if there is something a bit more thoughtful, a bit less in the extreme that I take away and walk away from this movie is that, yeah, th- there's this, there's this point at which, I try to pretend that's not part of me. It's just, it's just in the back. It's just, it, 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 it's, it's not uh, part of who I am, but it really just takes the right kind of, or maybe better phrase, the wrong kind of stimulus to suddenly make that emerge. And suddenly I don't recognize who I am anymore. And I don't like who I am anymore. Um, and thankfully I've, you know, I've, I've not done anything that I would, you know, really, uh, I, I have done some embarrassing things, but, you know, thankfully it has never gone way too out of control. But um, it is something that I just think about from time to time that I really would love to have more integrated and reconciled than just the thing I like to pretend isn't there. Um, so I guess my question formally would be like, what's your surrogate, Gabriel, um, or even just respond to, you know, what I've said. So, hmm. Yes, um, <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> I agree. Um, I mean, I think, I think it's hard. We won't formally take this poll, but I'd be curious of our uh, sample size. You know, let's say, hey, you know, fifty people who watch *Malignant* and are, then are asked this question. I would wager a guess that the bulk of the men that their response would be in the spirit of what you just described. Mm, mm, I don't know mm-hmm. that that's not the case for, for the women. Right, right. I just know in a general sense that that's likely the case for the men. And yeah, I think, I think anger is a strong emotion. Yeah. Uh, and, and what does make me a little sad at times as I sort of observe, and and this is kind of meditating on your question is attempts to kind of stifle that anger, sometimes just create apathy, which I also think is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. disheartening and, and not healthy. Yeah. There've been a few times like, uh, my, my, my wife has told me before and we, we just, I would say celebrated our 18th anniversary. Um, our five-year-old brought COVID home from preschool. We had to cancel our anniversary trip. I got it. So it's, it's really not been much of a celebratory mm-hmm. moment, but, uh, we celebrate in spirit and, um, and, and 18 years is, is a, a good amount of time. And there've been times in that 18 years where she's kind of alluded to concern, like, mm. 
like there is a the metaphor kind of speaks for itself you know this 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 gabriel's that's going to burst out at some point she yeah. doesn't have mm-hmm. to use that language but you understand the point yeah. Uh, yeah part of it is just i i can have what to observation appears like a, a well of patience that isn't false mm-hmm. um i get disheartened in these last couple of years these last years that i i definitely notice a shorter fuse to that. Um, and I think a lot of it is we just aren't really well equipped to, to know how to center, you know, to know how to integrate. And I, and I, and I don't, I'm not going to be like, Oh, the church did us this, this, or I'm not castigating or or making some sweeping claim. It's more just a, uh, you and I watched the film and it didn't make our list. Uh, and so I don't know when we'd cover it again, but Jim Cummings is the beta test and it, it deals yeah. a lot mm-hmm. with the theme of male apathy slash anger in these yeah. mm-hmm. days. And I thought about a lot of just this concerning sense of, well, it's a, a hidden life's you can't change the world. The world is too big. And so mm-hmm. then we just, <laughs> then we just get angry at the world. Yeah. And then yeah. we do nothing with the world. Mm-hmm. And, and sadly, I think that just perpetuates the cycle. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I've wrestled of late with how to better calibrate some of that stuff. And, and this is really this is super random, but I share it as insight to my friend and also offering to my friend and potentially our listeners, but in the last like week. So it's very new. Yeah. I have an app that is, uh, it's, it's a meditation thing is where I'm going. Oh, with this. okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I've never, you know, even saying that out loud, I'm sure some people are like, Oh, it's real fruit fruit. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't really disagree. Honestly, a lot of the intention was an effort to have better sleep. Uh, my wife and I talk a lot mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. how it's not often that a given morning I'll be like, man, I slept so well. It just, it just sure, sure, it just doesn't happen much. And so, through just random confluence of of life scenario, kind of stumbled into this, and and so that's what it's kind of keyed in on is about yeah, okay, sa- sounder sleep. And but I've done it for like the past eight days and it's like five and 10 minutes. There's nothing, nothing mm. intense. And I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, well it's magically changed my spirit. Sure. And it's sure. magically transformed my sleep. You know, it's been a very disruptive moment in our life. And so it's just feels chaotic, but I will say this, the act of doing it when it is, when it is happening. And it's, it's literally just, you know, you're listening to some, some calming music and there's a person Mm, mm -hmm. speaking pleasant, calming things. And some of it's visualization type stuff. Um, some of it's just like body breathing type stuff. Yeah. But it, I have found it to be in those moments, very powerful and moving. And, 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 and I think this, uh, again, seeming a random inclusion, but it's, but it's addressing the question you're asking. What, how do we, how do we reconcile the the, the voices Mm -hmm. in us? You know, mm-hmm. how do we, cause it's not about suppression. <laughs> oh, no, you know, no, it's about integration. It's about some measure of be at peace with all mm-hmm. those voices. And so for me right now, over the last week, uh, this <laughs> has been a helpful exercise and I have noticed in those moments, in those minutes. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll have this or I have experienced this, these flirtations with just kind of almost tearfulness of like, Mm. because, because the, because the takeaway isn't go meditate. The takeaway is what are the methods that we need to employ in our lives that help us feel grounded and centered and connected to ourselves, connected to the ground beneath our feet, the people in our lives. And those, we don't, we, I include myself. That's, that's inclusive of myself. We don't sure. make that time. Like we just haven't yeah. cultivated that practice and discipline and energy. And, and 
again, I'm not here to say, oh, this, this silenced my Gabriel, but it, but it has, it hasn't done nothing either. And and so that's why I kind of share it in the mix. Yeah. And I think another thing that I would add to that mix is it is, it is huge for me to just speak truthfully about the feelings that I have, you Mm -hmm. know, um, there's such a temptation to say like, this made me mad or to speak to a person. If they did like you made me mad, there's such a temptation to do that. And I'm trying to be a bit more self-aware in my moment and recognize like, no, I, I was, I was already angry. I think this, now the stimulus that, may have been prompted by that Facebook post or by that, you know, interaction with that person or whatever that, that may indeed have been the stimulus, the catalyst that rose it to, to the surface. Um, but I feel like I'm being a bit, and maybe I'm picking it nits and straining at gnats to say like, you know, so-and-so made me mad or this thing made me mad instead of just admitting to myself, like, no, I, I was I was pretty well mad on my own, and this sure. gave me an excuse to unload or to unburden some of that anger at a thing. Maybe unjustly so, uh, maybe to a degree deservedly so. But I'm trying to get better about recognizing, like, no, 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 I I, I am angry. But you know, this the, the scriptures multiple places, you know, don't really condemn anger as a feeling, as an emotion. God Almighty was angry. Jesus was angry. The scriptures say, be angry and do not sin. And so I'm trying to sort of, as we're talking about this integration, this reconciliation, I'm I'm not so much trying to rid myself of anger, as odd as that may sound, as I am trying to live in such a way so that it never... Uh, you know, unjustly throws a chair across a room, <laughs> basically, so that, that it doesn't, it, it, yeah, eviscerate a bunch of prison <laughs> well, people who've been kicking me in I, the belly. Can I throw a thought that, yeah, that yeah, isn't yeah. jokey or, or uh, sure. non sequitur, <laughs> but may inform some of what you're describing there? You know, what I would encourage is, and this is just thoughts as they're responding to your what you're saying. Um on our conversation with Natasha a couple weeks ago, the idea of therapy came up and I remember my personal experience there, a takeaway that, that has lasted with me was anger is unresolved grief. Mm. And, mm. and I would just in, encourage for, for myself who has owned yeah. an, uh, some, some resonance with what you're describing, like, but also to you who are articulating that, you know, to, it, it isn't about, Oh, it's, it's um immoral or mm. you know kind of anti-faith to experience anger but i do think there's an appropriate probing that can happen to find what am i what do i need to grieve here what am i right what has yes. created you know and 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 for you as you've described these scenarios of of uh you know this so-and-so's lack of compassion towards the thing like grieve that like that mm. is that is a thing mm. worth grieving over and yeah. the multiplication factor of, yeah. of, of that happening in our culture and society is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Yeah, right. Right. And finding space and, and creating time to properly grieve that feels, yeah. feels integrating, feels appropriate and, and whole making. Absolutely. Well, and also in the in, in in the spirit of something else that came that I that I am working on for myself that came up in that Natasha conversation is, you know, what's what's the question behind that? So there's response mm-hmm. A or response B, but what's the question behind that? And you've just handed it to me. It's like when I'm, I, I would love to be the kind of thoughtful person that when I find myself in the throes of a rising anger would ask of myself, what am I grieving here? What is, or what do I need to grieve here? Like mm-hmm. what, what is happening that is slipping through my fingers that I must. And, and sometimes, you know, if I'm going to, I'm going to go to the really innocuous. Sometimes if it's a social media interaction, uh, am I grieving just, uh, you know, an individual who I thought 
was more thoughtful or who you, and they've now, you know, said something or done something that I deem otherwise. And am I grieving the illusion I had of them or am I grieving the illusion of a relationship that I, that I, you know, thought I had in one place or another? If there's a rift in a, with a family member or a friend, you know, am I grieving that the, the sanctity or the peace is, is fractured to a certain mm-hmm. degree? And, and I do wonder, it's a, it's a curiosity at this moment. I wonder, uh, how, how helpful, and I believe it might be quite helpful. Uh, it might be if I have the 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 thoughtfulness of mind, the peace of mind, which again might not come when uh, the anger is is white hot. But sure, um, if if I'm able to get to that place where like what am what am I grieving in this moment, and just maybe that will ultimately you know lead me to what all of that was, and 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 how to uh, maybe give it its proper place in my heart without it doing more damage to the the space around me or you know and this will probably be my final thought I'm not trying to be coy and cute about the film's title but you know unresolved grief may lead to anger and I believe I have heard in my own therapy sessions that unresolved anger can turn inward and lead to depression and that if you do not have you know a, a, a healthy, viable place for your anger that that can sometimes turn inward upon you and then suddenly you are what you're angry at and then that can be a very very unhealthy mental and emotional cycle to find yourself in um and and perhaps a bit more kindness towards the grief that might be fueling anger and a bit more kindness and 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 thoughtfulness towards how to deal with that not condemning yourself that you got angry but maybe probing like yeah, what are what are you grieving here? And then maybe that can lead to to a place to where you can just speak the truth that <laughs> we love to quote Ted Lasso, speak the truth that will set you free, uh, but first it's gonna piss you off. Um and and maybe there is a lot of richness to that. Uh this is the cutesy bumper stickery thing, because otherwise if it turns inward, it could it could be quite cancerous to your spirit, um, and quite malignant to your spirit. And uh and maybe it would be helpful to you know, to take those pauses and look at it from a bit of a different angle. Um, I, I find that helpful, a helpful thought. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is going to sound really stupid, but this is the point of these exercises that are the conversations we have around movies and our, our, our stories and our capacity to uh, be better humans in having done the exploration. But, you know, part of it is take the metaphor and like being able mm. to cognizantly note, oh man, that's Gabriel. And that's stupid. I understand. Mm. But, mm. but no, like, I, I don't, I don't find that as stupid as you're framing it. Yeah. Being able to name those things. And I know this is going to sound cheesy as I'll get out, but it was very helpful to me for a season. Uh, I should reinstitute it given where the story's about to go. But I think it was in light of maybe our Infinity War in game conversation. I'll own it. I'll tell the story. I, in an effort to try to curb some of my Facebook going um, just for my own sort of mental health, I suppose <laughs> it's going to sound so cheesy saying out loud, but I'm trying to illustrate my point here uh, again, as inspired by our conversations, rich conversations, go listen to them on, of infinity war and Endgame. I started picturing captain America, turning that chair around and sitting mm-hmm. in it and talking mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that image, mm-hmm. And yeah, it served yeah. me well for a little yeah. while as I used it, you know, when that's yeah, the problem, sure. you have to yeah. use these things, yeah, right. but it became mm-hmm. this helpful mental thing I did for myself because as as stupid and silly as it sounds, it's that character represents a lot to me yeah, and, sure. and yeah. it, mm-hmm. and that image that they do, that they use in the MCU is, is humorous, but it's also mm-hmm. became this fun, not fun, but this, this useful tool mentally for me to create, uh, uh an obstruction, yeah. a hack. Yeah to kind of subvert a habit or pattern. And so in the mm. same spirit of that, I say, follow the metaphor and, and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it takes some effort, but finding the practice to name, a, you know, maybe it's Gabriel, maybe it's whatever, but you know, right. that right. image yeah. serves mm-hmm. us well to be able to note, okay, this thing exists and it is inside me and I do need to reconcile and resolve myself to it in a healthy fashion. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I, I, I find I find that all very oddly in oddly an encouraging take on malignant, <laughs> and, and a remarkably <laughs> yeah. encouraging take. So, so number one, 
Gabriel speed dating and riding a bicycle. Number yep. two, yep. Gabriel as metaphor for your repressed yes. anger and unresolved yeah. grief that you can, you know, at least. But, you know, I, I say as we as we as we veer towards the fog meter, I say in all sincerity, you know, such a power and such a strength to naming the thing. And, yes. and you know, and, and I do resonate. I didn't find it silly at all. Like whether that be a mental image of a. You know, Captain America turning the chair around, sitting down and having a talk with you. Maybe uh, you, the listener, have your own version of what that image is that you can focus upon and allow to, you know, to be uh, a, a help or an aid or a guide. Uh, use it. If the tool works, like, use yes. it, you know. That's great. Um, That's and, great. And so, like, yeah, by, by all means. So, um, so yeah, a, a remarkably and surprisingly <laughs> encouraging uh, conversation about Malignant, uh, which is, again, just a zany and fun movie. But do you want to you go into the fog meter? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. And we're back Get to- that little gremlin the, and bring him in. <laughs> the fog meter is our uh, very specific metric of fear and God. We are after that. That brief stint in the end of 2021, we are back to fear Nothing and fun here. God. <laughs> no more fun. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, fear and God, we measure it on their scares and their substance. I'm going to start with uh, Malignant. I would admit that in terms of the way that a film can be like, ooh, it's and James Wan's got a lot of like scary films, The Conjuring Films are scary films, at least, you know, the first one and, and much of the second one. Uh, very frightening films. Malignant doesn't quite have that energy, but boy, the horrific gruesomeness, as it were, uh, if encompassing all of that into it, I would give Malignant a nine for myself. What would you give to Malignant? Um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I agree with you. It's not like dreadful, but it is <laughs> gross. It is mm -hmm. disgusting. It is, you know, visceral in yeah. all the meanings of that word. It's repulsive. <laughs> 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 and it is friggin' effed up uh, by by the end of it. So, yeah, a nine does not seem unfair on the fear measure. All right. What would you put for the God meter? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a two a two because it's about <laughs> polarities and binaries uh oh but no I, I don't i, I do not think <laughs> for a movie all about the head and the brain is this thing yes. doesn't have a lot on its mind <laughs> beyond no. just a a romp it wants to be it wants to be zany and and i will agree with you there now that having been said i didn't have to work hard for the metaphor that we scratched well, at now that doesn't yeah. mean that was on the mind of James Wan crafting the hey. film. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> so, Gabriel, but, uh, I, I can't get no respect. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it a little bit more credit than you did, and I'm gonna go with a four uh, for that factor. Because I, I mean, again, the, well, my impulse was three, and then the two felt like it served my point. So yeah. okay, all right, yep, no, understood. So that means that we give *Malignant*, directed by James Wan, on the fog meter, we give it a six out of ten. Uh, perfectly decent showing but would you recommend malignant <laughs> i mean i don't know um <laughs> like man i don't for know for horror people absolutely i mean like it it's i will say this i was worried on the second viewing that i would feel pretty yada yada about the first hour 15 um you know like oh i can mm. do other things but i really didn't i, I watched it pretty intently um yeah. So no, I mean it's it's definitely worth watching. It's James Wan. He's kind of canonical guru at this point. And, sure, and if sure. you haven't seen it, it's worth it alone for the for the final twenty minutes. So good yeah, lord, sure. yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely recommend it. I do think it would be too gruesome for the uninitiated in the horror community. But if you are a, a horror fan, oh my gosh, see it. It's fun. It's ridiculous. It's it's um it's crazy. Um, so yeah, so yeah, definitely recommend, uh, Malignant. I can't wait and for the sequel. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm going to think it's so much about that stupid bicycle. <laughs> Stationary bike. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that is, uh, Malignant and little arm. Yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> He's literally like, eh, I'm up to five pounds. <laughs> 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 oh, push ups with Madison Bynum. Wow. <laughs> he's, wow. He's asking through the radio, like, honey, can you bring me a drink from the oh, fridge? Wow. Like through the radio. Yeah. Just like, no. mm. Um 
Okay, so next week we are going to be continuing on with our journey of 2021 more time. And we are going to be going to another film from your list of... 2021 uh, more time. <laughs> from your list of the top 10 uh, favorite horror films from 2021. If you missed that list, then check out our promotional precap to 2022 episode that dropped on Monday. Uh, so uh, by all means, go and check that out. But next week, we are going to be going to the film starring... Rebecca Hall and directed by David Bruckner. It is called The Night House. I am excited because even as of this recording, I've not seen it yet and don't know that much about it uh, except for the cast. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we will be going to The Night House uh, for our patrons. Also catch up with episode two of Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass. If you're not a patron, and- five bucks. Go, you, you get Midnight <laughs> Mass. You get a great stump read, you know, wow. premiere. Wow. Yes. All of that. Um, he got stumped. Go check I it did. out. I did. I did. So, uh, <laughs> but yes, either way, we will see you next week uh, for the night house. And uh, as we say on every episode, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but not the end of the conversation. And in that spirit, we encourage you to fear nothing else and be on your way rejoicing. Thank you, thank you so much uh, for this conversation. I really appreciate you it. You are welcome, Listeners. brother. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, thank you as well. And we'll see you next week. Bye. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, but not the end of the conversation. And you can continue the conversation in a variety of ways. Start by visiting thefearofgodpodcast.com for links to our social media, essays, and episode archive merchandise and more. If you love what we do, please consider becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash thefearofgodpodcast. There you'll unlock exclusive bonus episodes, extended standard episodes, online event access, and so much more. We want to issue a special thanks to Jacob Hunt of TracerMatula.com for our artwork, also to our assortment of talented musicians, including Andrew Nelson, The Island Family, and Jackson Harper for our varied show tunes, and also to Lee Wright, who helped me, Reed Lackey, write our theme music. Special thanks also to Tyler Smith at MoreThanOneLesson.com. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice, and if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate a rating and a review. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hi, everybody.